All right, welcome to another episode of the Art of Giving a Damn podcast. And today I have a very special guest on, um, somebody that I have known for years in business and that has been hugely instrumental in helping me get to where I am today. So I want to introduce you to Therese Skelly. Therese, how are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. It's so fun to play with you, as you know. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm excited to have you on because I know that uh, what you do makes such a difference for the people that are in my audience, for entrepreneurs who are really looking to figure out how to build that business around what they love. So let's start with where you were before you started your business, because you, you didn't jump into the entrepreneur thing right away. What was your path to getting where you're at? It's like, it's, it was like one of those roads, right? So, okay, so I'll start out. I have a let me start here. I have an undergraduate degree in criminal justice, and yes, I did work in a prison. Woohoo! Not a lot of people can say that. I know. No. Yay! Yeah. And then I didn't have quite enough excitement, so then I went to degree to get a degree in counseling, mm-hmm. where I worked in treatment centers and and ultimately um, my own practice. So, mm-hmm. eighty seven, I jumped ship and said, I don't want to work for an agency anymore. I want to do my own thing. So there's a very big difference between having a practice and being in business. Because I also had a husband that was supporting me. So I saw a few clients, I had little kids. And then I got called to like, you should go to life coaching school. So mm-hmm. I went to life coaching school, which is not a big jump from therapy questions to coaching questions. Uh-huh. I thought it was because, you know, I was a little neurotic back in the day. And <laughs> when I was a life coach, I went to a networking group. That they didn't have m- many of them. And I got in their newsletter and I mm-hmm. got an ad one day that said business coaches want it. Now, here's what you have to know. I'd never taken a business class, never read a business book. I, I jokingly say I used to think Excel was a phone company. I'd never seen it. Right <laughs> I, there was nothing. In, I, I literally worked in a, a women's prison, drug treatment. You know, like, there was nothing in me that had any understanding of how to grow business. But myself, my, I'll suddenly my hands are on the keyboard. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm applying. So I apply for this job of business coach. And within a day, I interview, and I'm like, well, sweet Jesus, I'm a business coach. What are we doing? <laughs> wow. That's right. Was. And so don't tell me that you can't start from scratch, like, because you totally can. And a lot of what I teach today comes from that I knew nothing. And all yeah. the things I, you know, a lot of, a lot of peers in our industry are like, oh, I made six figures in three months. Oh, Jesus. It took me so long. It took me like seven years to get to a place business was a staple and all the reasons why are what I teach today. So it's like I got to go through not owning my value, not knowing how to sell, not knowing how to talk about what I did, you know, all that stuff that when you, when you start out selling a service, one thing, if, like if you're selling glasses, it's like a commodity. Right. You are the service. Like you get bit, right? Yeah. It's different. Had, it's so different. So different. So that's been the journey is I, I was there and now I'm here. <laughs> and it's, it's been quite an interesting journey for you. I know, like you said, it took a while. It wasn't like a click a button suddenly successful, which is, is what we see people project so often. And sometimes we know the behind the scenes and we're kind of like, I knew you a few years ago, you know, uh, not to call anybody out, but it's something that I think puts people into a state of false expectations. They think if they're not immediately successful, what's wrong with me? I see all these other people succeeding. 
Um, and now that's some of the work that you do with clients now is around those mindset issues and the comparison traps we all fall into. Um, what are the things that you see most frequently that are kind of stopping people from really getting into their business, getting visible and getting out there? Um, do we have four days? <laughs> Since we don't, I'll just go quick. Okay. Number one is, I, I just think, I, I hate even to say this, but there is, there is still living in us, and particularly women, mm -hmm. is like a need for permission. Right. It, it's, it's so sad and so wrong. Yeah. But I, I have women say, I have this idea, but God, I feel like I can't, you know, either we're focusing on, well, I got to take care of my kids or my husband might be upset or I da 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 da. So some of it is, we're not a full on, oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Because of all the stuff that holds us back. Now, what might hold us back is like what I talked about, and you, you're, you relate to this too, is you could be the most brilliant person in the room, but you don't own it, own that. And so we can look at it like, well, everybody already knows how to do that, or I can't charge for that. Right, or, right. My favorite, it's already been done. Tony Robbins already said that. There's no place for me, so-and-so. They could do a Google search and find it. Right. So we devalue and talk ourselves mm -hmm. out of our unique slice. Right. Part of it. And the other part of it is sometimes you don't know, like going back up, when I came, came out, I came out as, as a mindset coach, like I literally thought they would be you know, hanging me from the tree or something because right. I first started in the industry as a marketing strategist. Mm -hmm. Safe. So we choose safe. We choose like, well, that will sell. I can't sell that. Who would pay for that? So we choose, and it's okay to start as a generalist. It's okay mm -hmm. to just throw your thing out there and say, who's biting? But ultimately, you have to get to the point of like, like I used to say, and you know I love Adam Urbanski, so, so I would say, who do I want to stand on the stage with? Adam Urbanski, who I love and adore, or Wayne Dyer? And I'm like, <laughs> and so, so I had to ask myself, what do I really, really, and that was scary to say, I don't really want to talk about being a marketing strategist. I want to talk about personal transformation. So sometimes we can't fully be in our businesses because we haven't said yes to what we're really supposed to do. We say yes to well, that might work, or the right. that coach told me should, I should do that. Yeah. You know? that, that is very true. I know so many people who you can look at them and see that they are absolutely brilliant in certain areas, but they haven't yeah. made peace with that for themselves, that it's okay because we all, I think, to a degree anyway, have to fight through that. Who am I to do this? Who am I to say I'm good at X? Or who am I to, to like you said, stand on the stage next to some of those people? Um, and it, it does take sometimes outside support to help us figure out that it's okay um, to give ourselves permission. Because, you know, you mentioned that too. So often we haven't given ourselves permission. Um, and it can be because of family obligations, because of who we see ourselves as, so many different things. So if you've got somebody that, that, realizes that's part of what they're dealing with that maybe they haven't fully accepted that it's okay to change direction to go towards what they really know in their soul they're supposed to be doing what advice do you give that person that's, that's kind of multifaceted right so um I, I almost could do like mind body spirit on this one so so look at mind as in emotions or mindset look at what are the little voices that are holding you back what are you telling yourself? And, and sometimes it's not even yours. Yeah. Like, a lot of women, it's just like, wow, I'm saying this. And I'm like, where did you learn that? Mm -hmm. 
So we trace it back. I do so much work with parts. Like, like oh, there's that little scared three-year-old that, you know, talked in front of class and her teacher yelled at her, so she decided she would never speak right. up. Usually yeah. that's unconscious. So it's a little bit like, no, I always say, nobody wakes up on Thursday and says, I think I'll just trash my business. That should be fun. But we have these little unconscious parts running us uh -huh. and running that course, putting the brakes on. So that's the mental part. Mm -hmm. I think the body part, if you will, sometimes, like, you just ask yourself, is this mine or somebody else's? Mm. So I work with people all the time, and it's so crazy. I, I can, I'm intuitive, so I can find it. But somebody said, let's say, well, I'll never make that, or, or it's too hard, or I sh women shouldn't make that much money. I'll say, ask your body, is that yours? And I'll be like, yeah, I think it's your dad's. And it's like, holy crap, it's my dad's. Okay, loosen him out. Right? So we take on either our, our ancestors, our culture, we take on our religion, we take on our geography. Very often, if you're like a, the Midwesterners have very different values about standing up and, you know, celebrating themselves than maybe the West or East Coasters. Mm -hmm. And then the spear part is, so, so figure out if there's, there's a little part, a mental part, figure out if, if you're carrying something that's not even yours. And then the third one is, and this is where it gets spiritual, if it is yours to do, it is absolutely yours to do. So if you have the idea, like God doesn't make mistakes or whatever you call it, like strangely, I did not get the hit to be an accountant. <laughs> Thank you, God. Because <laughs> like I would be a horrible accountant. But what I got, that is mine. That is my soul work. And so if you just, you know, what I, what I have my clients do is tap into the, the part of them that's like, this is yours to do. And then you realize your whole life has set you up to do this. Your whole life, every experience you ever had has been preparing you to be right here with this message or with this work. Mm -hmm. And so usually the things that were like, oh, but I have, like, I went through a bankruptcy. Okay. I could have turned that like, I failed. I look at me. I'm such a loser. Da, da, da. Or I could say, I will never, and if I could help a woman never have to lose her home again, that is my work. And I got to go through that to strengthen the who I am today. See what I mean? So sometimes, oh, wow, this thing won't let me go. This thing is in my heart and my soul. And, it's, and so you tap into the thing, like the mission and, and the why that can like, like okay, it, it's bigger than you. And people are praying for you. Like that's the thing. If you can go, really? Me? People are praying for me. Like, I'll, can I just say this? Michelle, Michelle, uh, I've had a strategy session with Michelle. I've been praying for that. <laughs> Please, everybody help me clarify what to do next. And so you were an answer to my prayers in, in that hour we spent. And so just know that whatever you have, whether you're valuing it enough or not, there's somebody sitting out there going, oh, God, I need somebody to help me with this. Please, please send me something. So be that answer to the prayers. Like, okay, I, this, I could go on. This is, I'm getting preachy here. <laughs> no, that's okay. I love that because so often we get so focused on the everyday things that we've got to do in our business and going down through that checklist of just so many things that we forget the reason we started doing what we do. And really there are people out there looking for you. They're waiting. They're, they're trying to find you. And if you don't get visible where they can see you, you can't help them. So, and I know that's something you work with clients on too, Trees. That's something that we worked on together um, because I've worked with you over the years several times about just different things in my business. And visibility was a big one for me. I know, um, you, you know my story. We talked about the fact that part of my, I guess, um, 
inner five-year-old just wants to constantly hide under tables. <laughs> and, and that is a challenge for a lot of people I talk to is the visibility piece of things and figuring out how do I get myself out there because sometimes it doesn't feel safe. Um, so what are the, the strategies that you use for people when they're in that space where they, they know what they're supposed to be doing and haven't been able to push themselves into doing it because they don't right. feel safe? Right. Okay. So there's, there's again, multi-part, right? The first one is, is, is up here. If you know you're supposed to do that, where I get a little, you know, um, it's not about you. It's not about you. Because when I teach selling, where people break down is when they focus on the transaction. Like, yeah. oh, no, but I have to charge $1,000. Oh, I, I don't know if I can ask them to commit to six months. Okay. Yeah. Whenever you go transactional, I'm going to charge you X. I'm going to provide Y. It's about you. And that's where your gremlins, those little mindset things that take you out of the game, which yeah. is it's like a vulture. They attack. They and all attack. come out. They go nuts. <laughs> Because you're like, really? You? You can charge? And they tell you all the reasons why. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yep. The transactional part that's about you go up here. And when I say, and I literally, this is, I'm like, you know what? Get off your ass. There is somebody that could have gone to his head today because the, the solution you have is not being delivered. Are you willing to step up and say, okay, for the transformation, I can be my bigger self. I can get out of bed today so somebody doesn't have to suffer either what I suffered or what my solution is. So if you think transactionally, it, you're going to be small and constrict. So just go, oh, and this to me is a spiritual thing. Like, okay, God, bring me the right people. Show me who I'm supposed to get. It's not about me. It's about the mission. Connect to the mission, the purpose. So that's, that's one. Okay. The next one is when I work with clients, I have this, I go, shh. I'm very like, can you see? I'm, I'm like little props and you know, like little hand signals. Okay, I go, no collapsing, no collapsing, because yeah. that's what we do. I was speaking with actually, she was, uh, she's a dear, dear, dear friend. One of my, she's, she's such a brilliant woman today, and she had lost herself. We've been in the industry a long time, so she came to me, and I was like, wow, where, where's my, where are you? And what I noticed is that she had taken on other people's energies. And so she was like, it's going to be hard. Ugh. And so with her, it was like, you know, you need to do like energy management. So what voices are in your head? Literally go to the mind and the body. What are the voices? One mm -hmm. of my favorite quick teaching tools mm -hmm. is I have a dog. And I know you have a pug. I have my, my Finley here, my new dog. Um, but if you have a dog and it barks, when somebody comes to the door, you know that their job is just to alert. That's all they're doing. They're just like, hey, hey. <laughs> but we go, oh no, the dog's barking. We don't, we don't go to the bed. We just go, what? Shh, go lay down. I got it. So we, the dog is doing the job that a dog does, but we don't let the dog order our behavior. We just go, okay, cool. Thanks for that. Shh. So when you hear those little voices in your head, like, who are you? You can't do this. This is, you know, you're not a da da da. Like, I, I literally have people like, I personally like pit bulls, but you could see like a little chihuahua or, and you're like, oh, you're so cute. Oh, shh. So take the voice, make it a, a, an object, a little dog, if you will, and just quiet it. Just quiet it. But the work, Michelle, is to not, to somehow, in the middle of whatever you're going through, is to not collapse energetically and stop. 
you can't let the stuff like sometimes you have to stop sometimes you have to say i'm exhausted today so i'm going to choose to honor my energy or i'm going to choose to spend time with my kids who are upset about something that's different than i'm letting fear collapse me i'm letting doubt push me under i'm letting shame or the need for permission to take me out of it that's different right, right? right. and that's the work is when you can master i don't nothing stops me anymore you got it that sounds easy, <laughs> but it, it takes work. It, it, it does take work, but I, I love that you shift the perspective on that because if we can keep that, that perspective in place of it's not about me, it's about what I'm here to do, who right. I'm here to help, um, because it, it's, it's something that, you know, I think we forget sometimes that even if there are a thousand or, or 10,000 other people or however many who do something similar to what we do, it's not the same. I mean, there's a reason you know that, that I chose to work with you instead of so many other coaches out there and you were able to help me through a lot of things because you have a different life journey and a different experience set than anybody else does. You approach things differently and that's true of all of us. We have our unique ways and our unique stories that just like you mentioned about bankruptcy, sometimes we hide those pieces. Mm -hmm. And we're afraid to share the very thing that would actually attract the right clients to us and, and give us the ability to be so much more helpful and of service to them. You know, shame is, I mean, raise your hand if you don't have shame, right? Everybody has a sense of shame about stuff. And shame is the number one visibility killer. Mm -hmm. Shame is the greatest lie in the world that basically says you're not enough, you're defective, something's wrong with you. And when you let shame drive you, how many people, I, and I, 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 I'm, there's no judgment because I've lived this, right? It's like, well, I need another certification or I need to get to that. And at a certain point, yeah, you need to know your stuff. But when I hear these people are like, well, I, I can't do it. And I'm like, stop. Shame is fueling the sense that you're never going to be enough. And so if you listen to that, you're going to be on a perpetual hamster wheel. Now, please don't hear me say never improve. Of course, we're always going to oh. When you come from, I'm not enough, so I have to fill it, fix it, hide it, that's a horrible foundation, as opposed to, I'm good enough, and sometimes I'm kind of a jerk, and sometimes I get messy, and sometimes like, warts and all, there's who I am, right? And so, when, when my clients say, oh, I have this thing, I'd be afraid of it, I'm like, ha, ha, let's talk about that. Let's, like, let's make a story around that, because then it takes the shame away. Then the thing we're most afraid of, like, the first time I, like, when I went through my bankruptcy in 2010, I was in a coaching program and we were envisioning like the next year and I start crying and I say, I can't, I am a freaking business coach. I've lost my house, lost my car, lost all my money. Like how the heck, who am I? How could I even like talk about helping people with money when I, and a woman turned to me and she said, actually, I'd be more likely to hire you because you wouldn't judge me, you would understand. And it was in that moment, I was like, that was the greatest gift, because that was my biggest shame. Like, oh, what did And so I jumped off that and I created a telesummit called Breakdown to Break Free. And I got all these six and seven bigger business owner women to talk about, oh yeah, like who hasn't filed bankruptcy? Who hasn't done that? Who, because it's like, let's stop hiding that stuff. Let's stop letting that keep us in the dark and keep our brilliance from showing. You know, I, I think sometimes we get so focused on some of the traditional stuff we're taught in marketing that people have to know, like, and trust you. And they have to, you know, all these different things when really what people need is to feel and know that we understand them. 
And if they feel safe in the space we create where we're able to say, hey, you know what? If you're going through X, Y, Z, not only do I not judge you, I actually understand what that feels like. I understand how you get there. It's not your fault, but here's how we fix it. It's a different approach to really connecting with people. Okay. And I think um, yeah. brings out a different level of foundational work we can do with people when they know it's safe to share those, those things that they're ashamed of too, because they're in that place. So, um, and I remember when you did that tele-summit, there, there were some amazing stories that came out of it that you know, just made you kind of go, okay, everybody is broken. Everybody has messed up stuff in their life, and they're still out there doing it anyway. They're still out there sharing what they're here to share. So one woman emailed me and said, I was going to kill myself. I was suicidal. But then I heard all these other people talk about their losses, and so I don't feel so – I mean, whoa. That's what we want. And I feel like we're in a different era. You know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, it was like slick. And we had guerrilla marketing where we're like, you know, like handle objections. <laughs> oh, this is, oh, I just used to just, oh, I would be disgusted 10 years ago. I'd be at these events and they'd be like, here's a screen capture of my million dollars. And here's me on the, you know, Ritz Carlton. And like, you know, it was so false. It was so, and I understand it was like, here's, here's what's possible. But I think in our day now, people want to know what's real. And especially, like, you're, I love the direction, you know, like the empathpreneur, like, like we're not the slick, shiny. I, I think the market is sophisticated now. We're like, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. I don't really buy in it. Yeah. Want real. They want to know, like, wow, I have act. Like, you're, you're going to be a person, like you said, that can understand, not judge. And they want more access. They don't want slick. They want, will you be there? Can I, will you email me? Like, and the more you can show yourself, I, I think you got a heads up. Now, I will say, I lead very relationally. Like, mm -hmm. you see me in person, you see me all kinds of places. I'm just the same. I'm not like, I can put my work self on. Because <laughs> sometimes I swear and I'm sassy and I'm goofy. And, but there's a, that's just me. And I'm very comfortable leading relationally. Some people lead more business first, business mm -hmm then you get in and get a little relational. So I'm not saying you have to do it a certain way, but for visibility, you gotta show who you are. And don't, so don't try to do it like, oh, Michelle Tree said I have to share all my dark secrets. That's, that might not be it, right? So it's like, and that's the work I do with people, is like, what, what is that messaging? Let's find the, and something pops. It's really cool when I talk to people, I'll be like, oh, let me say that again. Oh, that's it, goosebumps, that's it. And so, so then we create a, a story or a narrative around, this is the journey. This is, this is why I'm different. This is why you should hire. So it really creates more trust when you be who you really are and not some contrived, well, my coach said I had to say this. So yeah. that never works. Right? And, and it's easy to get trapped into that type of business identity because it is so often what we've been taught and what we've been steered towards is that cookie cutter. You need to be this for it to work. And it's, it leads to, I think, so many of us feeling it's, it's both the shame thing that we talked about and a, what if somebody realizes I'm not this? What if they see through me, they see behind the mask, they see what a mess I am on the inside, that I'm just kind of figuring it out as I go. Well, everybody is figuring it out as they go. And when you, when you share more of your authentic self, like Teresa is saying, then you don't have to worry about that anymore because it's kind of like, well, yes, but I already shared that. You already, you already knew that about me. It's right here. <laughs> and it just becomes a different way to approach your business. 
Um, so, and and, and it's, it's not necessarily about sharing the deepest, darkest secrets you have. I know you've probably got secrets. I know I've got secrets that I've never publicly shared on a webcast or from a stage, but the ones that relate to the work I do and that help people see this is where I started from. Yeah. If I can get from here to here, you can get over here. Right? Those kind of things are, are inspirational to the rest of us because we look at it and go, oh, okay, this is possible for me. Yeah, that's great. Well, you so, know, I always like if there were a hundred of your competitors in a room, why should somebody hire you? And that's a great question. It because is. That, that points to yeah, why? And most of us say the wrong thing. We say we say stupid things like, "Well, I care about my clients." Okay, well, I should hope so. Or and I hope everybody does. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and so the things that you're saying, well, you can hire me because I'm reliable, and, and I'm like, I should hope so. And so if it, if it has an I should hope so, can it? But if you think about it, Michelle, let's say you were going to hire a web designer and a hundred of them are in the room. It's a, they're all going to do the same thing. They're all going to create for you the same result. How do you choose? And so as consumers, they're like, how do I pick? Because just let's say the price is all around the same. Except it, for me, it's that personality. It's that sharing the thing. Like if you're like, yeah, I used to live in Alaska and I homeschool my kids. I'm like, homeschool? That's so freaking cool. And, and what you say? Oh, holy crap. I'm going to hire you for that. Right? It's the, it's the other parts, the personality. It's the, so I'm like, okay, I could trust it. Because y'all are going to do the same work. But it's who would I relate to the most? Whose story am I the most resonant with? That's why when I, when I go, I always, let me tell you, if you come to me, I'm going to go to your about page. And I'm like, wah, wah. they all sound like third person, stuffy bio. <laughs> and yes, you have to have credibility. But more have personality. It's not like... I didn't, okay, I'll, guilty. I've done online dating. I didn't just go, I want somebody with brown hair. Brown hair would be fine. Anybody, you know what I mean? Like, like, and that's what we do in the market. Like, we try to be just, I'm just going to show, like, I'm just going to, as opposed to, here's the deal. And then people can make a good choice if they're resonant with us, if it's a good fit. Because yes. if that happens, people come to you and they're like, I already know I want to hire you. Like, yeah. how much? You've already done a great job just by mm -hmm. putting your stuff and you out there. You don't have to convince them. Yay! Right. Well, and, and that's something that, that people miss sometimes. They're so focused on, okay, I need a script for my sales call, or I need to know exactly what to say to convince someone to work with me. And I'm like, well, hold on a second. They can come to you already convinced and just asking, how do we get started? They just need the information to make a final decision if you're out there really being who you are. And the other thing that that does is it prevents you from ending up with clients who are a terrible fit. The people I know who've come to me, they're like, I have this client, that's a nightmare. I'm like, well, okay, what was the process that you got involved with this person? Well, they thought I was going to do X, Y, Z, and they, they seem to think I was this version of me. I'm like, okay, so how do we make sure that more of the real you is coming out in a way that those people who just, because some people just, we don't get along, right? That's okay. There's other people they can work with. Find the people who actually are a good fit to work with you, and being yourself makes such a difference in that. Such a good point. Such a good point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I know you've got actually a, a video series about um, visibility and how to get past the gremlins in your head and all of that. So uh, let's let's talk about a little bit about that. Yeah. So this is you know I'm I'm not a big consumer of info products and so I I don't do like 60 minute videos. So I love it because it's three little videos like six to eight minutes, right? I can fit that in my schedule. Exactly. And it's called Authentic Authenticity Hacks. I don't know what it's called. Authentic it's brand new. Authenticity Hacks. Dude. Like, what, what's it called? I don't know. 
mindset hacks to getting authentic visibility. That's what it's called, right? Okay. Sorry. Like literally, <laughs> I'm announcing it, so I don't even know the Ooh. name of my new product. But very cool. I looked at what are the three places that break you down from getting, mm. getting visibility, and the first one is the little voices in your head, and we yeah. all have them. We all have them. Guilty. So how do you? So I do one video on that, and the next one is perfectionism. Like I can't, I can't do. It's not perfect. I can't get out there because <sighs> that's a huge one. It is. And, you know, real quick on that topic, you might like this quote. I actually was doing an interview a few weeks ago with uh, Mitch Russo, and he, he said, the cost of perfectionism is bankruptcy. Oh. The well, cost of perfection is bankruptcy. I thought that, that describes it. We have to figure out how to deal with that because otherwise we do end up with a business that doesn't work. That exactly. There aren't any products out there. There aren't any us out there because we're not perfect. We're human. Well, in the third video... The reason you have a perfectionism is because of shame. Mm -hmm. See, if you think if you think it's okay, like I can show up today, my hair, you know, it's a little messy, uh, whatever, or I might have sworn, who knows, the dog barks, eh, good enough. Because I don't have the little voice in my head that says I'm not enough and what are people gonna think? Yeah. I've worked through that. So if you can if you can eradicate or manage the shame, perfectionism mm -hmm. Issues. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to be a slot and throw crappy shit up. You're going to have right. standards, but you're going to say, you know what, it's good enough. It's a beta. It's good enough. Or you know what, I can also do a revision in it, but it's good enough. The people that are in that loop of like, it's never going to, never going to, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to show one time. This is funny. I had a client that said, I think the problem is that I need a business plan. I said, okay, she's mm -hmm. kind of analytical. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. We worked on it, worked on it, worked on it. She comes with a 240 page business plan. And I'm like, honey, I love you. Um, a, I can't read 240 pages. My brain will fry. And that is not like, we need a cliff note thing, okay? Because you're not going to have a relationship with 240 pages. 240 pages. So she comes back with 40 pages. And I'm like, dude, um, a few months later, she said, I just did that to hide. Like that, mm -hmm. was, that was a strategy. That was me telling me I'm not enough. Yeah. And it was pumping out and you need a business plan and you need to, da, 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 da. that's an example of perfect. Mm -hmm. So she held her business up for six months, running a business plan because the shame voice in her said, you're not enough. It's not good enough. As opposed to just put up a product then we can test it. Then we get feedback. Right. Then you see what works. So if you can handle the little mm -hmm. voice, the perfectionism and ultimately the shame, gotcha. And that's the product. It's really fun. Well, and you guys can find that at happyinbusiness.com forward slash get visible. All one word, all lowercase, happyinbusiness.com forward slash get visible. And there'll be a link below the video or the audio that you're listening to right now. It'll be in the show notes for you. So make sure you click that and grab those videos and share them with anybody else you know in business who's struggling with these things because these are not things to be ashamed of. These are things that we all struggle with from time to time. We all have those voices in our heads. We all deal with it's not perfect yet. And we all have shame on different things that have happened in our lives, whether they're our choices or whether there's something else that's happened. But you really do have to be able to get past those if you're going to help the people that you're here to help. Because if you're not visible and they can't find you, like Therese said, they're praying for the answer that you have. And if you don't get past your own stuff so that you can get out there and get seen by them, then you're leaving them without that answer to their prayers. And I know that's not what I want to do in my business. I know that's not what you want to do in your business. You want to get out there and be able to help people. 
So make sure you go, again, it's happyinbusiness.com forward slash get visible. You can find access to the videos there. So I'm excited this is the first time you've shared this video series. Yeah. Does that yeah. mean I was the first person to opt in? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. No, I just, I, I, I never, I've never pro proclaimed it this way before. So like, that's one. Why don't awesome. I know that really, see, I could be pulled <laughs> into that, or I could say, eh, it's just trees being trees. Whatever, who cares? It's good you know, <laughs> there, there really is a place where you have to be able to say for yourself, I care about what I'm doing. This is good enough. If something breaks, if something goes wrong, if something's missing, I know I care enough to fix it. Yeah. I'm going to get it out there like it is and let it start helping people. Um, it, it's hard when you're constantly trying to be perfect because I don't think it's possible. Not per you, you will, it's miserable. You really will be miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. It's it, when you're trying to hide yourself behind a mask of perfection because you're worried what other people will think. It is just constant stress and, and worry that somebody will see through you. And guess what? Some of us actually can already see through that. Mm. So, you know, <laughs> even in, with that, even with yeah. the goofy stuff that exactly. you've got, it's okay, it's still lovable. Right? And I think that's why so many people who are more empathic and more sensitive struggle more with the whole somebody's going to see me through me because you know you can see through other people. Mm -hmm. And realizing that if you'll just be yourself, you don't have to worry about that anymore, gives you a whole different kind of freedom in your business. Michelle, I, I hear from my clients all the time. They love when I get real. Like I had a couple deaths. I've had some deaths in the last couple of years. And so I couldn't not show up being very grief struck and vulnerable when I returned back to work. And I would cry. I'd be in a mastermind crying. And they're like, can we pray for you? Let's put you in the middle. And I'm like, whoa. It was such a beautiful thing of like receiving from my clients because we're all part of, we're all connected. And, and I'm thinking, wow, like they want to give to me as much as I want to give to them. And one of the main feedback that I always hear from my clients is like, you're so different because you show what's real. You talk, like, I'll go, wow, I had a launch and crap, I didn't sell how I wanted to sell. And I talk about that stuff or I'll talk about, you know, I was kind of scared to put this post out, guys. What do you think? They get so much more value from me modeling as opposed to, I've got everything together. Like, that's and, and maybe people want that. My people don't. Right. So don't be afraid to share. Don't be afraid to say, wow, I sent that email and nothing happened. That was weird. I'm kind of, that's, that's what's kind of weird about it. You know, like, yeah. just be afraid. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those things that I think when people are real and share things like that, the rest of us go, oh, okay, so it's possible to fall on your face, get back up, and make it work. It's not just me. Because, see, Shane will tell you you're the only crazy one. Right. I, I would yeah. say, were you there? Because you were no, you weren't at that one. I did a retreat one time. You've been at my one of my retreats. Yeah, come back next year. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but I did a retreat one time where I had I literally had a shame party, and I oh, said, wow. "Okay, you keep things on the inside. Let's put what's on the outside." And so I would. I had them dress up. And one woman wore like I had an abortion. And one woman wore like I had affairs. Like the things they were most ashamed of. Most like, oh my god, if somebody knew. And I had the women walk around and say. Would you love me even if I had an abortion? Would you love me even? Would you love like the thing that I the woman was most and it was I mean it was very intense, but it was so beautiful to be loved in a place where you feel so like who could who could love me here? It was so powerful. So I don't know how we how we got there, but that's yeah. an example of don't be afraid of it. You know?
that's that's I think a really important thing that sometimes we think because of whatever those experiences are for us that if somebody knew they wouldn't want anything to do with us they would they would judge us they would think badly of us and there are people that that absolutely would judge us for, for various things but those aren't the people that you're supposed to be surrounded with exactly and there is support there is love there for you no matter what you've gone through if you allow it there are people who will be there and support you. And you know, it's funny because that kind of ties back to what we were talking about at the beginning, which is sometimes having somebody else come in and take a stand for you and tell you, I see this in you. Um, and it's, it's so easy to forget that no matter what decisions we've made, what's gone wrong in our life, in our business, in whatever, that we are still amazing, unique people here with a gift for the world. And there are people that love you for that for who you are um and I, I love that you shared how your clients kind of came together and wanted to take care of you because there is support for us out there if we'll open ourselves up to it and actively look for it be open to receiving it i, I remember when we started working together and i know we're a little bit over time are you okay for a few more minutes I'm good I'm okay. like, <laughs> this, this may be a record for a podcast for me um, you and i do this we can do this <laughs> I bring it out in you. It's okay. I will, and, and I think the conversation will be really helpful for people listening because it's, it's things that we all struggle with. And I know when I first started working with you, I didn't feel like I had any support around me. Um, I, I didn't know how to find people that would be supportive. And I hear that from clients now so often. Like the people around me don't support me. They don't see that I can actually do this. And I don't know if I can do it. Sometimes it takes finding somebody else. It can be that honestly that voice of reason and reality for you because the reality isn't the way that people around you see you and tell you you can't do it the reality is you're amazing you can do whatever you set your mind to and it's easy to forget that and it's easy to not be surrounded by those people and i know you you were definitely one of those people for me who kind of had to shake me back into reality uh repeatedly <laughs> you're, you're very good at that <laughs> yeah i know because I, we do struggle with it I talked to somebody the other day and I said, I sort of, one, I think one of my gifts is I literally see you how, how God sees you. And that, and that sounds a little strange, but that means that I can see the brilliance. I can see the beauty. I can see the perfection. Yeah, there's the evidence of the, of the stuff, the crappiness, the pain, but that doesn't matter. And I'd said, whose version would you rather have yours? Because you see yourself pretty bad or mine. Like, whose version? And so I invite you to, to, to allow me to show you how you really are because you're, you're not filtering it right. You're influenced by all this stuff. So let me show you. And what I really switched into this, Michelle, where I'm like, can I just love you right there? I know you feel so freaking broken. And is it okay? Like I do this work, especially in groups. When somebody has a breakdown or like, oh, I'll be like, is it okay that you're loved right there? And you're scariest, most vulnerable, the thing, like you feel the worst. We just love that right there. And that's, that's when things change. Yeah, that, that really is when you make that connection and realize that wherever you're at, you're still loved, you're still supported, you're still surrounded by people who want to see you succeed and believe that you can succeed. It's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Yeah. And the work then is to, is to receive it. A, allow it, find it, and then receive it. Because, you know, you might have had it as you, I don't know that you received the full, full-on Therese for the first year anyway. You were a little like, 
something scares me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I was absolutely terrified. <laughs> ah. it's, it's, it's a process. We, we all move a little differently on our journey. Some of us, me, are a little slower than some people. But, you know, I think that's just another thing that points back to the fact that wherever you're at, you can succeed with what you are here to do. Um, it's, it's a matter of surrounding yourself with support, of doing things like grabbing the videos that Therese mentioned and, and going through those, actually taking the time to work through it and, and figure out, okay, what do I do with that little voice in my head? What species of, or what breed of dog is it going to be? <laughs> so, that, so that you have those coping skills. I, I remember uh, some of the exercises we've done over the years. You had me play things backwards on a, on a screen. And there, there, was, there was some, seems really crazy sometimes, but those things can really help you to detach from experiences you've had and see them differently. Because when you look at what you see in the mirror, um, I, I like what you said, it's, it's, you can choose which parts of you to focus on in that. It's, you can focus on the fact that you, know, you don't like your ears or your teeth are crooked, or you can focus on the beautiful things about yourself. And you know, I, I had a conversation with a client the other night who was very much in the, I can't figure out what's wrong with me uh, mindset. She, she's like, I've gone through all these exercises. It's not this, it's not this, it's not this, it's not this. I can't figure out what's wrong with me. I was like, well, what's right? Exactly. What are the pieces that are working? Let's figure that out. And then let's look at what's missing and figure out how to fill that in. Because so often we're taught to look for what's wrong instead of focusing on what's right. Mm -hmm. And it helps to have somebody, the other person holding the mirror, focus mm -hmm. you on those things that are beautiful, that are right, and really back to your why. Mm -hmm. So one of the questions that I ask everybody is, what is your favorite part of what you do in business? This. No, I don't know. I don't know. I love that. I love to teach. I love, love, love to teach. Um, I love, there's not just one. You can't ever ask me to pick one. <laughs> um, I love creating community. So I do groups a lot and I, it, like there's really magic, but I think yeah. Michelle, I, I really do have, it, it is a gift from God. Like I have a superpower. I can find where you're blocked and, <laughs> and blow open and then love that to back to health. I really can. It's, and it's gotten so much more intense these last couple of years because I've really owned it. Before I'd be like, what just happened? Wait, that was good. <laughs> so I'm like, send Teresa in. I, and so, so and, and what happens is, what's crazy is, it's like, it's like, it's like archaeology. It's like mm -hmm. people come, they've spent thousands of dollars, they've tried all kinds of solutions, and I'm like, what happened when you were six? And they're like, what? I'm like, something when you're six. Tell me the story. And, and they're like, what? And I'm like, no, 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 go there. And then we just move. And I said, just unpop it. So like the biggest flaw, mm -hmm. people would have no idea. And it influences them completely. I can free that. So I kind of like a freedom fighter. Like I, I feel like I get to fight for your freedom. I'm going to do that with you, right? I'm with you today. Oh. And so I free people. I don't have what to do. I love that. Uh, that is a great description for what you do. There's so many things in life that we get we get trapped by, whether it's the way other people view us, whether it's the way we view ourselves, whether it's the way we're afraid somebody might see us. It's so easy to fall yeah. into that and really not have the freedom that we kind of started our businesses for. Um, when we go into whatever it is that we feel like we're supposed to be doing because so many of us, that's, that's why we started our own business and either you know, wanted to be self-employed or wanted to be an entrepreneur was because we saw that we had something we could offer, that we could fix a problem or solve a problem and then we end up trapped 
by all these different <laughs> levels of mindset issues. Um, and it can be really tough to work through, but it's, it's, again, there's people who have a gift of being able to help you work through that, which I personally am very thankful for. Um, I've, I've been there, done that, and, and it makes such a difference when you are able to have somebody else come in and help you work through some of those things because you don't know what you don't know and you can't see what you can't see. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, somebody asked on Facebook the other day, uh, I said he had just gotten in an argument with people about whether they needed a coach. And my answer was like, yes, absolutely. You don't know what you don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and it, that's not a failure. That's not a broken thing. It's the fact of life, right? <laughs> We're learning as we go. Um, but yeah, that's, I love how you describe that transformation that you're able to bring about for people. Thank you. And I can see why that would be your favorite part of what you do. Oh, yeah. Watching, watching the before and afters has yeah, got to be really cool. Oh my God. And it's taken me years to own it. Cause so that's, it's, it's my journey. That's why, that's why I'm pretty bold. I'm kind of shameless about it. I'm really today. I'm like, yeah, go see Trace. Duh. And, but I've been to it. You've known me for a lot of years. I mean, I've been saying the same things for years but I haven't embodied it like I embody it today. And that's kind of like the last piece of really embodying. We can even have the words, but once it's, then it's like, oh, oh, God, God. It's yeah. really, yeah. Yeah, there is a level of really having to see it first and then accept it. <laughs> and then you start to embrace it and you can really step into it. Yeah. Great, right, right. Well, this has been an amazing conversation. I know that those listening are going to get a lot of those aha moments and value out of it. So one more time, guys, make sure you go to, let me make sure I give the right URL here, happyinbusiness.com forward slash get visible. That's where you can find the video series. You also find um, all sorts of information about Therese. If you check out her website, you can connect with her there. Uh, send her a message. Let her know what from her. this podcast was helpful to That'd you. Or you can leave us a comment. Um, and I hope that it's helped you to, shift the way you're thinking about a few things and to look at yourself a little bit differently because I promise you, whatever it is that you feel like you have to hide or that you feel like you're not good enough because of, we all have those feelings. We all have those stories and we can all be amazing, not in spite of them, but because of them. they're part of the amazing gift that you have, the journey that you have that you can share with people. That's wonderful. Really well said. You're Thank so you. good. <laughs> so nicely i love who you are today it's really yeah. i just want to acknowledge your strength and where you are today you're doing such great work and helping so many people so props to you honey props to you i appreciate it uh you you know firsthand it's it's been a journey and sometime we might have to uh, get on and share a little bit more of that because i think it'd be a, a good example for people of what can happen uh, when you, you make a different decision and you get the support you need to do that because you absolutely can create a different life. Great. Thank you so much for joining us today. I, I appreciate you being here and, and you're a little bit extra time. <laughs> I love to do this. So, <laughs> All right, guys, make sure that you click subscribe wherever you are either watching or listening to this podcast so that you don't miss the next episode. And uh, thank you for tuning in today.